0: Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off when the clock has started. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's the turkey edition of The Lockdown Sports Podcast with your hosts, Pre-Thanksgiving, we're recording a little early this week Mike, how are you?
1: It ain't cool being no job turkey so close
0: to Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, Had to do it, had to do it Yes yeah, sir <laughs> It is Thanksgiving, a different Thanksgiving for sure this year Not doing the big family thing Yeah, uh, it sucks Yep it's not uh, – and we were just talking about Christmas and probably not going to do Christmas either. It's just it, – it, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And yeah. one of our Thanksgiving traditions um, fell victim to it. And then we have another one, no, no Thursday night game this year.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it does suck because I've got some re- – I mean, you know them. i got some whacked out family. And <laughs> uh, you put them all together, it's, it's like a perfect storm. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you give them a bunch of alcohol and a bunch of food and, you know, then you're like, go home. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you got to get them out of there before 11 because they'll tear your house up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it I turned was, into I a was pumpkin. bummed because uh, my sister-in-law is up from New Orleans and uh, we were thinking about going up, up north to North Jersey to see uh, some of my wife's family uh but we ended up saying you know what we're just gonna we're gonna play by the rules we're gonna hunker down because you know i don't want to get sick and then you people miss my voice
0: yeah can't can't have that with your luck you'll get sick and the only the only thing that that will get affected is your voice
1: oh oh i
0: <laughs>
1: be like doc I'll have to.
0: I'll have to just write for the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. It was a car accident, right? Crushed his windpipe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think they used the the tr- the tracheotomy or whatever.
0: Yeah, that was actually that was actually my my favorite album of his. The one he made after he lost his after. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of rappers who have had their their voice altered, like fifty, fifties voice has changed. From when he got shot in the face, yeah. And um, there's a there's a dude out now, um, Conway, I think. Nick Conway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He got shot in the neck. That was, he got shot in the back of the neck. Get you some and street cred right there. He's got. Um, I think it's Conway. I hope I'm not saying the wrong wrong dude, but um, he has. Uh, like Bell's palsy or something.
0: Oh, where like half his face is paralyzed. Yeah. Damn.
1: So, but he's he's like blown up. Hmm.
0: <laughs> well, then there's hope for you after all. <laughs> exactly. But let Let's still try to not get you sick. We'll, we'll all stick to the plan. Uh. So the. Ravens, I think at this point, have the second largest COVID outbreak uh, of any NFL team so far. Um, They had seven positives altogether, and somebody's being uh, penalized. Somebody's being disciplined. Uh, Ravens issued a statement today saying an unnamed staff member has been disciplined uh, for conduct surrounding the recent COVID-19 cases that affected players and staff. So no additional information. So we don't know who that staff member is not believed to be a player because they said staff member, but who the hell knows? Um, Somebody obviously violated some protocol and it's uh, leading to uh, a little outbreak here. Um, Steelers upset. uh, Understandably they, this is the second time this year. They've had a game postponed due to COVID. Only two games. Uh, am I correct? And only two games have been postponed. I know that some other things had to get moved around, but I think the right. the uh, catalyst to all that was the Steelers. Well, the Steelers lost win. their bye week. They lost their bye week. Yeah, so they're yeah. kind of getting screwed here, and they're following the rules. But um, I do believe that the the NFL's concern is that it had there hasn't been enough time with it being a Thursday game. Right. Um, and they, they don't want some players playing that are positive, and we just don't know it yet. Uh, right. And getting, you know, uh, other Ravens infected and then uh, players on the Steelers. And I get that, and I agree with that. But as a 49ers fan, <laughs> yeah, I'm they have pretty
1: ticked it. off. Because we had we lost three starters on an already depleted offense
0: On, like, a it was
1: like a Saturday or Friday, right? Well, it was a Thursday game. It was Mm -hmm. the Thursday game against the Packers a couple of weeks ago. And on like Monday, Kendrick Bourne tested positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, they find out it was a false positive. But Seeing that he was in close proximity with Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel was hurt anyway. He wasn't going to play, but Trent Williams, starting left tackle, Brandon Ayuk, the starting receiver, uh, in close contact, they are forced to sit out. Now, because of the league rules with the timetable, if it was a sunday game it would have wouldn't have made a difference they all could have played but if they could have just moved the game from thursday to friday all of those players would have would have been able to play or the league could have just made an exception and been like okay we understand those were false positives we shouldn't not let these guys play
0: yeah i do i do feel like there has been a little inconsistency it's not an easy thing no matter what you do somebody's going to be uh, unhappy. Right, somebody's going to get the so, shaft. But. Yeah. Overall, I think they've done a, a commendable job. Um, the positives that have taken place in the NFL is still a smaller percentage than the general U.S. population. So uh, you can't say that they're really doing all that bad.
1: I'm actually so, surprised that. There haven't been more cases. When that,
0: we, you and I talked about it, um, you know, we talked about it on the show, when when the Titans outbreak happened, we were kind of like, well, this is it. And it was fun while it lasted. And then it's kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, I think we've seen more cases overall, but uh, until today, none, none of these big widespread outbreaks. Right. I mean,
1: I can tell you at least six weeks in this season where I would have been perfectly okay if they hadn't, if they had to
0: shut football down, yeah, I'm with you. But at least, <laughs> like, at least the last four for me. Well,
1: that's that's just crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get into week twelve. Uh, we got two games tomorrow. Now, uh, first one: Houston at Detroit. Uh, I should have known that. Cam's success wasn't going to last that long and that he wasn't going to be able to outlast uh, Deshaun. Uh, hell of a game Watson had last week against uh, against the Patriots. He looked really good. Uh, th- 344 yards and a pair of touchdowns, 28 of 37. So he was very efficient. You know, Cam didn't play horrible. Um, his uh, completion rate uh, was uh, almost identical to Watson's. And he did throw it for 365 and a touchdown. But uh, in the end, uh, they couldn't pull it off. Uh, Houston is, you know, they, uh, Brandon Cooks has been the go-to guy for Watson and he's, he's making some plays with his legs. He was actually their leading rusher last week. Um, Duke Johnson, you know, people clamor for him and say, give him a chance, you know, he can be a feature back, and then he goes out and, and has 10 carries for 15 yards, and you're reminded why he's kind of been a, a role player uh, his whole career. But, uh, you know, uh, Watson did a really good job spreading the ball around last week. They had uh, three receivers with over 80 yards, and uh, Jor- Jordan Aikens, the, uh, the um, 2018 uh, third-round pick uh, had a pretty big game last week. Uh, and he's becoming a reliable weapon at tight end for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: here's the thing. Houston's going to have those games, I feel like, against teams. Like, I think New England's a, a, a subpar team. I think Houston's going to have those games where Deshaun Watson is absolutely great and then Houston doesn't look that that bad. Yeah. <clears throat> but they're a, I think they're a really bad team mm-hmm. and they're missing they have no a defense whatsoever. And this just shows you how good Deshaun Watson is. Oh, we have a
0: visitor. A special guest. What's up, buddy? Come here. He said, "Why? You want to say
1: hi? Hi.
0: Hey, what's up, (laughs) Don? Who do you think is
1: gonna win, Houston or Detroit? Me.
0: You. That's okay. (laughs) I'm with you, man. I'll take you over both of those teams.
1: (laughs) You come down here to write some numbers. I'm trying to do math. Oh, he's doing math. What are you doing? Two plus what?
0: You like the over in the Houston plus, uh, <laughs> Houston game.
1: Two plus five? What? Where's your mom? <laughs>
0: two
1: plus a hundred, that's a big number.
0: Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> the
1: fans I the do. fans wanna stay.
0: Okay. Wait, he didn't answer on the over. Fifty one and a oh. half. <laughs>
1: How about the over dunk? The over or the under? Deep in thought.
0: He's the Undertaker. Right. We, make, we the may we may hear
1: a bit of an eruption here. <laughs> Security's come to, Security has come to remove our guest. <laughs>
0: Daddyfist, you can you can fast forward past this part here. We don't need to hear the next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Houston doesn't have much of a defense, and you're right. There's going to be games where Watson's going to just carry them uh, on his back and make them look like an NFL uh, team, but they're they're really not. Uh, they've got yeah. tons of deficiencies. Luckily, they're playing a team who uh, has equal amount of deficiencies. Stafford's thumb is not good. If you watched any of that game last week, he just – I mean, they were shut out, for Christ's sake, by the P.J. Walker-led Carolina Panthers. Um, what did,
1: he, did he hurt Did he hurt his thumb sending out his wife's ridiculous tweet? <laughs> yeah, yeah his,
0: his, all the blocks. He hurt his thumb from blocking all the people that are bashing his wife. Um, but yeah, he was you clearly not himself last week. They couldn't do anything. He was eighteen to thirty-three, uh, under two hundred yards, one hundred seventy-eight yards, uh, and they couldn't run the ball either. Adrian Peterson, seven carries for eighteen yards. So they—they were—they were a mess uh, last week.
1: And I think that's—I think that's Detroit. I don't—I don't think Stafford's a, a bad quarterback. I don't think he's as good as some of those inflated numbers he had in his career. And I think that's what people are expecting. They're like, oh, this is a guy who threw for 4,500, 5,000 right. yards. And he's that guy. I don't think he's that guy. I think he's a guy that's better than average. And if you put a bunch of stuff around him, he's going to be good. And I think Detroit kind of made the – I think they, they're they in that, that kind of problem where they don't have a ton around him to – you know, he's got Galladay and – and he's got Swift, but he doesn't have a whole team around him.
0: Yeah, and Galladay missed last week, and he's, he's out. Right. Um, they've confirmed he's out for this week, and um, Swift is questionable. So, you know, you take what little weapons away that he has, and then you end up with stuff like Marvin Hall being one of the guys you're counting on. Uh, it's it's yeah. going to be tough. So this game no, I do think most going to be a most
1: guys aren't gonna Most
0: guys aren't going to no. have
1: success no. when Marvin Hall is, is, is your number one receiver.
0: No no disrespect to Marvin Hall, but no disrespect uh, <laughs>
1: to, to Marvin Hall, but he's you know it's not like you have Devontae Adams, right. you know. But there's guys in the league, the I feel like the 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 Brady's and the Rodgers the Rogers and the Breezes and the Mahomes and the Watsons, guys like that who you can put them out there with you know garbage men and real estate guys. And Mm
0: they're going to get the job done. Yep. Yeah. Don't think. uh, Don't think Stafford's that guy. So uh, I like Houston tomorrow. These are two teams that I've had a difficult read on um, this year, but uh, I I am taking Houston to go into Detroit. Now, the only thing that kind of gives I think Detroit a chance, and I think this why the line is as close as it is. Detroit historically plays really well on Thanksgiving. Uh, or Stafford, rather, I should say. Detroit is up and down. But Stafford usually plays pretty well on Thanksgiving. It's, it's kind it's of the, one of the highlights of his season. <laughs> usually it's their Super Bowl. So may, maybe it's a little more competitive than we think. But uh, in the end, I, I, don't, uh, I don't see them winning this game. Okay, so you've got Houston. I've got Houston.
1: I, I have Houston also. I, I mean, it's going to be two bad teams playing in a cool game. Yeah, um, I look forward to seeing the the lines where Thanksgiving uniforms. I'm hoping they wear the like the old the powder, school,
0: the powder. Yeah,
1: yeah I do the, like those. With the what they look they look really helmets, good right? on Barry Sanders.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yep. All right, Maybe
1: Peterson it. turns back the clock and has like a 250 yard gain.
0: That that's possible. I mean, Houston can be run on, passed on, you name it. So it, it's 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 possible that he he goes over 100 yards. Uh, The second game in the doubleheader tomorrow, Washington at Dallas. Uh, I've had difficulty with Washington this year, too. Uh, I feel like they're getting more competitive. Uh, I I picked against them last week, and I I firmly believe that if Burrow had not have gotten injured, they they probably would have uh, lost this game. But uh, they, they pull out the win. Uh, Antonio Gibson uh, continues to be the uh, – Gibson and McLaurin are, are the, the bright spots on offense for them. Uh, Gibson is
1: uh, – McKissick hasn't been bad either. Oh,
0: J.D. McKissick? Yeah. Yeah, McKissick's been um, uh, Alex Smith's security blanket, I think, at yeah. one point over like a two-game stretch. He had like 26 targets. So he's definitely catching a lot of balls. Uh, for for them uh, when they're playing from behind, which they do quite a bit, I'm not sure that they're going to be playing from behind a lot tomorrow. I feel like they're going to be able to run the ball uh, and, and um, maybe sort of play their style of game against Dallas. But I I really don't know what to make of Dallas either because um, they actually looked uh, competent on offense last week, which which caught me by surprise. But the- uh, I think it's because Vikings- they were
1: handing the ball to Zeke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the Vikings offense, uh, defense will do that to you. Uh, unless of course you're Chicago bears, um, they'll, they'll make you look competent. Uh, and Elliot did finally have his best game of the season. I think, uh, 103 yards, uh, and, and they stuck with the run, which, which they've done. I mean, they've,
1: and he wasn't fumbling
0: uh, and he, and he didn't fumble, uh, you know, credit to the Cowboys. The one thing that they really haven't done, uh, all that much this year is they haven't really abandoned the run. Um, they, um, they definitely had have had some games where they got stopped uh, consistently, but uh, they've stuck with it. Um, it hasn't always yielded much. He's had a couple of shitty, shitty games this year, but um, you know he was he was able to to run the ball, um, you know, down down Minnesota's throats last week.
1: Yeah, um, but I'm gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I, I don't have faith. I'm the guy who was preaching Red Rocket can get the job done. I I think Washington's gonna to get to the Red Rocket. I this is a going, good good matchup for Washington. I think they're gonna put some pressure on him because I think they can they can kind of bottle Zeke up and make Andy Dalton beat him. Uh, and I think Alex Smith can do enough against Dallas' defense that has looked a little bit better since they got uh Van Der Esch back.
0: Mhm. So
1: have. but I still think Washington can score enough points because I think Dallas is going to give the ball up. I think Dalton's going to have Dalton might have one of those really rough days like he had turkey before the game and it's a little bit of sleep. <laughs> and uh throws a couple of those lazy passes out into the flat and we might see a pick six.
0: So let me ask you a question. Do you think the uh, tragic death of the Cowboys uh, strength and conditioning coach uh, plays into it and gives the Cowboys uh, something to sort of rally behind? No, no, (laughs) no. Um, No. I I mean,
1: I I think those things are, are, are good stories. Good storylines. Yeah. For, but, I don't know if the i don't know if they're, they're going to have one of those win one for the gipper for the the strength and conditioning coach I'm sure he was he was loved and, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm sorry to hear about yes
0: yeah, uh, tragic about his passing. actually canceled the uh, press conference yesterday and announced that there was a non covid related yeah. but medical emergency
1: but this is honestly this is Washington on Thanksgiving like Dallas shouldn't need Any extra motivation for this game? That's what I'm saying. I I don't think that he's not going to inspire them because I kind of came off a little cold
0: there. (laughs) He just said no. No. He (laughs) said, "Fuck that, dude. (laughs) Fuck them. Fuck them kids."
1: But that's horrible. (laughs) Uh, Maybe that's what I become famous for—for being the biggest asshole on the
0: planet. (laughs) And the Cowboys win fifty to zip tomorrow.
1: i will really look like an asshole then. But, um, but I I, I just I, – I I don't think Dallas is – they don't seem to be built like that. Like, oh, we are going to go turn it on for anybody. You know what I mean? Like They,
0: they didn't come to Andy Dalton's defense when he got
1: you – know, Yeah, he got creamed and with a completely illegal hit. And, and they were just kind of like, oh, that's messed up, you know? So I don't know if this. I don't know if the team is 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 even built like that, to to kind of have like a a rally like that. I think they're cut. I think Dallas, even though they are still well in it, I, <laughs>
0: yeah, they are. They
1: they they seem more like a beaten team. They don't seem like a like a team that's. You know, I feel like that. The the characters on on this team, and I don't know any of these guys personally, but just what I see on TV, they seem like the guys that when they're eight and two are inspired. Yeah, like they they would be inspired to go win one for the strength and conditioning coach at eight and two. But when they're three and six or three and seven or whatever they are, you know, yeah. they seem like they're more. You know, win one for myself.
0: I, I think they've taken on the personality of their head coach, <laughs> and honestly, I think that's kind of the way Jason Garrett was as well. So, um, no, no surprise that McCarthy's uh, continuing the tradition. Uh, I agree with you. I think maybe um, that makes a nice storyline, and obviously, a tragic death, uh, unexpected. He was fifty-four years old, uh, but I, I, I think Washington dominated them last time. I think they know exactly what they want to do. They uh, should be able to run the ball and uh, play some solid defense. And I think uh, I could see Red Rocket having a a couple of sack fumbles, uh, maybe a pick. Uh, I think a a pick six is certainly on the table as well. I'm also going to go Washington.
1: Okay. Washington
0: it is. All across the board. All across the board. The Raiders at the Falcons. Uh, Raiders hung, hung tough last week uh, I expected uh, we both kind of expected KC to come out and uh, Put their stamp on this game early and maybe Pull away and it did not happen um, The Raiders right. are uh, playing Really well uh, inspired football uh, They're a, uh, a Team that's getting a career year Out of Derek Carr I don't know how His stats match up uh, What he's on pace for compared to some of the years He's had in the past but the eyeball test Certainly he looks way better um, than he has certainly in recent years. Uh, absolutely. So, um, you know, they've got they've got a lot of good stuff going on in Okay, Vegas.
1: Now, Kent City started out fast offensively. Mm-hmm. Their defense, it looks like, kind of regressed back to
0: – To the early last year. Defense. The early last yeah. year and
1: the year before. I don't know why they couldn't have had the same defense in the Super Bowl – you know, <laughs> bewilders, me. It got up for us. <laughs> um, I guess we're the hot girl, right? <laughs> but um I kind of I kind of thought that if Kansas City was you know lying in the weeds early in the game, Vegas could get off to a hot start, and they did, but the only problem was Kansas City got off to that hot start, and um you're right, Derek Carr has been playing great but I don't like all of the like if you watch the game um you know they're like oh Derek Carr you know is it's John Gruden has done wonders for him and this is Derek Carr has had great seasons before
0: his his and sophomore season uh, he
1: was remember when he when he broke his back yeah like Mike Titan, he broke my back when he broke his back, he was an MVP c- candidate that mm-hmm. year, and the Raiders really haven't had anything around him. And you know, he's he's been a little nicked up. And
0: I think it was 20, just, 2016, I think was was the year he got injured. If I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, and he's he's a he's a quality. He's always been a quality player. I don't I don't think John Gruden's hurting him at all. But I don't think John Gruden made him into this like. Really good player. Like you could say, you could kind of say like John Gruden made like Rich Gannon into a great player because Rich Gannon wasn't putting up numbers
0: before I mean, that. It also helps that they've invested more money in the league um, into their offensive line than any other team. He took 51 sacks in 2018. Only 14. So far this season, so that I mean that right there is enough to make a quarterback have a career year. When you have time, you've made it to the NFL because you are a serviceable, right. serviceable quarterback. When you have the pedigree that Derek Carr has, and the athleticism and, and some of the arm skills and decision making that he has, when you have time, you are even better. So I, I think it has, dare I say, more to do with the offensive line uh, than it does to do, to do with what. Uh, hey. What he's
1: done this hey. Year. David Carr is probably looking at at Derek's offensive line saying, if I had an offensive line like that, I might still be in the league.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh fifty one sacks two years ago down to fourteen but, so far. But this I year.
1: I hate when they play this this card like, oh, John Gruden, like he's like the the quarterback whisperer, like like yeah. anybody could have
0: also wanted Nathan Peterman and um Mike <laughs> Lennon on his quarterback um exactly you know depth chart. Yeah. 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 I so mean, well,
1: there's there's no telling what reason John Gruden wanted them on it. The he might not even want him to play quarterback. He might have just been like, Mike Glennon's got a hot cousin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, or he's, I want to get Mike Glennon in here. I've never seen a giraffe up close. So I want to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. That's
1: he's like, Mike, Glennon, that's I thought powerful, that was.
0: Gruden. He brings somebody else
1: in. He goes, I thought you were
0: somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mike Glennon. <laughs> uh but on, on to the falcons uh not really much to talk about here they were absolutely uh manhandled by uh the by the saints last week uh they got uh, they were keeping it close it was uh 10 10 nine at halftime um but they just could not do anything in the second half uh matt ryan uh goose egg on the tds barely 50 percent completion percentage and a pair of picks uh the saints pressured him and he couldn't uh he couldn't get in a groove and consistently find his receivers, and uh, yeah, it's just it's more of the same for the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons may be, uh, maybe looking at their uh, final win total for the year. Uh, after this game, they've got the Saints again, the Chargers, the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. So that, that, this is it. The Falcons may end up with three wins. I think. I
1: think. Uh, as far as the Falcons go, I think Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are a year overdue leaving Atlanta. Maybe. I I think they still have a little bit left in the tank, but they don't have it for Atlanta.
0: Well, and for, and for Matt Ryan, he needs Julio Jones. He wasn't on the field a lot last week. They kept taking him off. They took him off um, in a two minute drill situation at the end of the first half. And I heard one of the announcers speculating that it's because he can't get back up to the line of scrimmage quick enough in a no huddle. That's that's no good. If you can't do that, I'd expect to beat anybody downfield.
1: Yeah, that's – I mean, it's tough. Uh, it's almost like if you're that banged up and you're Julio Jones, why are you, why are you playing? Yeah. You're, you know, it, they're not in a playoff race right now like all you're doing is you know just out there looking old you know probably hurting the team as much as helping them because when when the defense realizes that you're not moving they're not going to they're not going to treat you with the same respect they would if they think you can move they're not going to shake coverage over to you everything that... yeah
0: yeah I mean, but just... I,
1: I think I think both of them though if I think Atlanta should just blow that team up. But, yeah, I, you know. and I think
0: they will after the season. I think step one was getting rid of Dan Quinn. I would not be surprised because if they're going to end up with the top five pick, which is looking extremely likely, I, again, I, I don't see them winning another game. Um, if they're going to end up with the top five pick, you, you got to take a quarterback.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so. Uh, I take it we're both selecting the Raiders in this contest?
1: Well, I was going to go Atlanta, but since you took on I talked talk you out of it. <laughs> I'll go Vegas.
0: Chargers at Buffalo. Uh, the Chargers finally got a dub last week. Uh, they made it interesting. <laughs> Holy crap, did I think they were going to blow this, man?
1: I They just, tried. They didn't... really tried to blow this, but the Jets were like, no. How, we're not let you. <laughs>
0: how the hell, how the hell when you have a 15-point lead, and you're playing against the Jets how do you let them creep up like that i mean just looking at the stat lines herbert was amazing 366 and three touchdowns him and keen allen were in lockstep all game uh, allen with his best Who game did of the
1: season 15 16 catches 16
0: like for 145 and a touchdown um i had a justin herbert keenan allen stack and a couple of different dfs lineups uh, i wasn't able to cash very much i think i made like a whopping 11 dollars off of the two of them because the rest of the lineup sucked uh but i knew that they were just gonna feast on uh on the jets and they did but i uh, think just at the end uh, almost blew it i i I gotta admit, like it was a little bit morbid, but at the end I was almost like, I kind of want to see them blow it again. <laughs> like, you, you ever find yourself doing that where you these teams <laughs> that just keep having these epic collapses, and you're like, man, fuck it, I am want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Who else
1: better to do it to than the Jets? Than the also. Jets,
0: but of course the Jets um, outcharged the Chargers, uh, and yes,
1: they- Adam Gates is like, I don't think so, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, let me show you how this is done. Uh, but uh the, the Chargers got a win last week. Uh um, the only
1: thing that would have been more perfect is if like the Jets got the onside kick and the guy did something like run with run the ball the wrong way. The
0: wrong, no, no, this would have been perfect. So they get the onside's kick, they score the touchdown, they tie it up, miss the extra point, the extra point. And, <laughs> then, and then give up a, a kick return for a touchdown in overtime. That would have been uh man. Uh, but the the Jets or the uh, the Chargers into Buffalo this week. I think this is going to be a really fun game. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. Uh, this this should be uh, this should be interesting. The Bills coming off of their uh, heartbreaking loss to the Cardinals. Uh, that's got to sting. Uh, does it does it make it better or worse that you had your buy after that Cardinals game?
1: Probably worse if you're going to sit there and you have to hear about the uh hail murray uh over and over again um and then you got to sit there and stew. the i think the 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 best thing after a loss like that would be to have like a thursday game
0: yeah yeah you you just want to get out there real quick
1: yeah you just want to turn it around and and go right back like that's that's the beautiful thing about like baseball like baseball you, you blow a save or a huge game or something like that. You play the next day. Mm-hmm. And you don't have you know you don't have to have a long memory unless you do the same shit again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which happens. But um that's yeah it, it I, I would not want to wait. I would not want to ha- go into a buy, losing on a Hail Mar- Mary to uh well especially with DeAndre Hopkins catching,
0: and, and right, catching it over three guys. And right after Diggs makes that amazing catch to, uh, yeah. uh, to apparently with, with seal the game. Thought, but.
1: Yeah, it was the go-ahead score. It was like when Randy Moss scored yep. in the Super Bowl. Yep. And then the Giants came down and scored.
0: Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I like Buffalo in this game. I think they're the better team. I don't trust the Chargers to to beat anybody that's – really competitive or or slightly above their level at this point uh and i think buffalo will come back focused and i think buffalo's defense is going to be the difference maker they haven't been what they were supposed to be all year i mean clearly the secondary was supposed to be their strength and then giving up that uh one-on-three catch uh, shows you sort of what their vulnerabilities are, but I I think that uh, Buffalo, because of the situation that they're in, uh, a, and uh, the fact that the Dolphins have been winning again, I think they're uh, feeling a little pressure, and I believe Buffalo will come out on top.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got Buffalo in a shootout. Also, I think they're they're both going to score a bunch of points. Um, if the Chargers the the. Bu- the Bills may let the Chargers get up 10, 15 points on them because they know that's the recipe for winning <laughs> is, you know, get down to, to the Chargers. But uh, I think Buffalo ends up making the plays in late, late in the game that win it. Uh, I got Buffalo winning. Uh, I think Herbert's going to have a great game. Josh Allen will probably have a good game also. But Buffalo does a little bit more and
0: win. The overs fifty-two and a half. Are you taking that over? All day. Yeah, I mean I, I that seems a little light to me. I know it's it's not that common that the the overs get that high. Um but I think if both these teams get into the thirties. If if the um if the the Chargers can play the Jets and, and get the over to, to sixty-two, then they can certainly get to fifty three against their 52 and a half against a competent, uh, offense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think both,
1: both teams will get up in the thirties. Yep. In this game. Yep.
0: I think so too. All right. Uh, New York giants at the Cincinnati Bengals football. Yes. All right. Let's talk about this Joe burrow injury. This is, this is tragic. Uh, mm. it, it, it's everything you hate to see about football. And I'll be honest with you, the first thing that went through my head when this happened was, Oh shit, man. I hope Burrow doesn't turn out to be another Andrew Locke where he's just constantly getting, you know, injured and he his career gets cut short because of injuries. Uh, it's just you hate to see this. It's not yeah.
1: You hate to see – especially because he – I mean,
0: it was like everything in
1: there is, is blown up. Yeah. You MCL, and they said a bunch of – and some structural damage because I feel like every time I hear structural damage, it, you guys never read it next year. You know, it might be a little bit different for a quarterback, but I feel like – remember when, like, Dante Culpepper had, like, the same thing? Uh, but I – yeah, I'm not saying anything at this extent, but this is the kind of stuff that happens when you don't have an offensive line. You have
0: yeah, that's a young stug quarterback. Fault.
1: Yeah. You have a young stug quarterback, and you know, you're gonna throw the ball a lot and he's gonna get hit a lot. And it's not even like, you know, they don't have it's not like they run an offense where He's got like two, three step drops, and he's getting the ball out of his hands. He, you know, he's got they're they're going downfield, so he's going to get hit. And you know, he did get hit. He got hit bad. Uh, it kind of reminded me of when when Carson Palmer got hit.
0: Yeah, similar
1: similar way. Got hit right on the outside yeah, of the knee against game when against playing. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I remember Carson Palmer had that. I remember Cunningham.
0: Mm-hmm. Cunningham yeah. had that. and it was just it was so so vivid to see that knee pop out and pop oh. back in again yeah it was uh painful
1: yeah that was uh you could see it it's it's they didn't even give you the close-up of it they gave yeah. you like the far away distance and you could see his leg was like wasn't on a 90 degree angle but it was like 75
0: yeah and yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't know a lot about knees, but I know it doesn't bend that
0: way. It's not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, I know you're listening uh, as you're uh, recovering. Uh, the the lockdown is behind you. Come back better than ever. But unfortunately, you're back up
1: <laughs> now, Joe. I, hold on, hold on. You don't speak for both of us because Joe shit on my Sooners pretty badly. Right? <laughs> All right
0: all i got to say that i think all right no, no, nothing bad <laughs> just that just that issue. nothing shit bad shit. but you know
1: <laughs> i remember you shit on my soon
0: um so the ryan linley uh finley sorry ryan finley led uh cincinnati bungles uh will welcome in the new york giants uh i feel like the giants are the best team in the nfc east and i feel like they're getting better and um uh, this is a uh, lucky break for them. Um, a, sorry, no pun intended on that one. Um, but th- this is like an easy win for for them. All they have to do is I, not, I would have picked not the throw two pick sixes.
1: I would have picked the Giants over Cincinnati, regardless.
0: Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. I would have. I, I mean, would have you picked may them. Have,
1: but um, I'm 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 riding with my man, or a good friend of the show, Calvin. All right, Calvin told us that this was going down early in the season. He mm-hmm. said they're one, two plays away from and that's what it has been. They've they've been in games and it's those one or two plays that they're 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 making instead of missing. And I think I think they're gonna beat Cincinnati. I think the Giants win this division. They sneak up and win this division. And
0: I mean and, it's uh, looking it's on. looking from a talent and um, competitiveness standpoint, that it's going <laughs> to competitiveness when everybody's got three wins, but it's going <laughs> to it's going to come down to Dallas and the Giants, and honestly, it's it's going to it's going to happen on that, that January third. It's going to decide it, man. I could see it already. Last game of the season, Gi- Giants and Cowboys, and that's going to decide who gets, who gets their best. fifth win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe fourth. Um, but yeah, somebody's going to win this division with five or six wins, and it's a, it's pathetic um but uh you know the the giants winners of two in a row uh three of their last five are are definitely coming together and they almost had those two wins in between at the eagles and bucks so they're starting to get a little momentum um if they had Saquon, obviously this team would be uh even even more competitive uh so yeah i, I i'm definitely going with uh definitely going with the giants in this game
1: and we are in agreement. Uh, I got the Giants. Um, like I said, I would have picked the Giants even if Cincinnati did have Burrow. Um, I just think they're 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 playing a lot better. They're they're being competitive with good teams and almost beating good teams. And so I definitely think they're going to beat a bad team in Cincinnati. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I can only give the Giants to make compliments anyway.
0: Titans at Colts. Derek, don't call me Travis Henry uh, with the game-winning touchdown. Last Do a week. lot of people call him Travis Henry? You, you didn't see that, what I sent you? ES- ESPN, I don't think I did. ESPN had the, the, uh, the headline of their game last week. It says, Travis Henry, overtime touchdown run, sends Titans over.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, You know what? I didn't even I didn't even think anything of it. I'm like, what the hell is? I was like, what does he said to me? I couldn't figure it out. And I meant to uh, I was in the middle of doing something. So I you thought
0: to. he was Travis? Maybe I did. He was yeah. a good
1: running back too.
0: Yeah, he was for the Titans. Twenty um, yeah. nine yard touchdown run in overtime. The uh, the the game was interesting. Um, it was kind of what we expected it to be where neither team was really able to do exactly what they wanted to do, um, and, and there was some, some odd scoring here and there. Um, Lamar just couldn't really – if you take away his first read, um, he's not even really looking to run that much. Um, he's scrambling a little bit confused. It's just, yeah, it's, it's almost back to that chargers, the playoff game from a couple years ago. Uh, but the, the, the Titans really snapped back into what they do best. Um, and that's stick with the run. Derrick Henry's averaging, I think, 25.6 yards per or carries per game or something like that. And anytime you can give him that many carries, uh, you're going to remain in the game. So, uh, yeah, he, he was able to – they were able to stick with it, and he ends up over 130 yards last week. And uh, Corey Davis was their uh, leading receiver. Uh, even Jonu Smith got into it a little bit. He caught a touchdown. He ended up leaving the game in the fourth quarter with an injury. Uh, but uh, Tannehill did a nice job spreading the ball around. Uh, we, he had like eight or nine different receivers with a catch. Uh, even Derrick Henry had a catch. He lost a yard on that, but uh, he caught it. So, uh, I, mean, I caught the ball. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Tennessee looked uh, looked like they were getting back into um, into business last week. Did you see the uh, the drama at the beginning of the game where, with the? um yeah. Then yeah, I like dancing that. on the Raven. I like
1: that a lot. Tennessee kicked the shit out of Baltimore last year in the playoffs. Baltimore's pissed off about mm-hmm. it. I wouldn't have provoked them, but I love the fact that Tennessee came out there and was like, "We kicked your ass last year." And we're going to do it to this year again. And they came out and they beat them. Yeah. They, and d-
0: did you see, uh, did you see Harbaugh at the end? Wouldn't shake Vrabel's uh, head. Yeah. Vrabel's head. <laughs> yeah. People look Those good. Har- Harbaugh's are, are
1: pretty feisty people,
0: man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't but, think that was because of COVID.
1: But here's the thing I, I don't know if. If they don't think um, Lamar is capable of more or if, you know, it's ego-driven that they can just do this. But even, you know, guys on Baltimore are that have, have said, hey, we need to change some stuff up. You know, even Lamar Jackson said, mm-hmm. uh, guys are calling out our plays at the yeah, line. It's yeah, like, huh? well, you run three plays. Yeah. so. I, I call you plays out at the line. <laughs> but um the 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 thing with Lamar is you're right, they're taking away his first three. They're taking they're taking they're they're boxing him in and they're saying if you're gonna run and beat us, you're gonna beat us with somebody else. Are you willing to beat us with somebody else? Can you beat us with somebody else? And I don't know if they can.
0: Yeah, and then
1: if you rely on Lamar Jackson's arm, he showed even in the Tennessee game. He had a couple of there were a couple of throws where guys were open. Yeah. Like there there were two I think two to Mark Andrews that Lamar just missed. Like he missed them by a mile. So you know I, I don't know if if they if there's little tweaks they can make and get the offense back on track. But I don't I – don't, I don't know about Baltimore. But we're talking about Tennessee anyway, Ten, right?
0: Tennessee and Indy, <laughs> uh, <Are>
1: yep. <laughs> we're talking about Tennessee and no, Indy. I mean,
0: look, Ten- Tennessee, Tennessee right. did a good job of taking away um, his yeah. reads and, and, you know, they, they didn't give up the big run and they, they were able to control the game. Now, this this is an interesting one for me because two weeks ago – uh, tomorrow was that weird fucking game uh, that the the same two teams met Thursday night. And I just knew there was going to be some weird shit. None of the Vegas lines matched up. There was just a, a whole bunch of the juice was flowing the other way. It was just a weird vibe uh, for that game. And sure enough, um, the punter, the fix was in with the punter. Uh, and uh, it did not. It was not a good night for the for the Titans. Uh, Indianapolis has has been on a roll. I keep uh, betting against Philip Rivers, and it keeps biting him in the ass. Although I do appreciate the victory over Aaron Rodgers last week. Um, they they had to stretch it out and draw it into overtime.
1: Oh, oh listen, that was one of the if if there was ever a team that did not deserve to win a game, it was Indianapolis last there. week.
0: It was so – the play calling in the fourth quarter was just horrible. It was horrendous. Horrendous. There's a minute 30
1: left. It's third and 26. Why are you dropping back to pass? What are you going – you're not going to get – you're not going to get the first down. You're not going to get it. Run the ball. Take it down to, you know, 45 seconds and – Make make Aaron Rodgers work with forty five seconds, or make him work
0: with no timeouts. But I don't. Yeah, Reich's one of those guys who's like, uh, I'm a gambler. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it different. I'm gonna do it not my a, way. That's
1: not a gamble. That's that's, that's just, a stupid. It's just a decision. stupid decision. Like, he had,
0: almost came back to bite guys. him in the ass. It should have too. They deserved to lose.
1: Like, I'm smarter than the NFL coach, but I would have been smart enough not to do that. If they had, if the Colts had given me the reins for that last drive, there would not have been overtime. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I'm going, I'm going Titans in this one again. I thought they were going to beat Indy two weeks ago. Um, I feel like Indy's playing a little bit over their head um, these last couple of weeks, and and uh, a big blow to the Colts today to force Buckner on the reserve COVID-19 list. And I do believe it's his positive and it's not a close contact because they're saying his status for Sunday is in doubt. If he is not in the middle of that field, Derrick Henry's going to have 150 yards.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I have Tennessee also. Um, I think, uh, I think they are the better team. Indianapolis, uh, you know, I, I've been telling you all season not to bet against stop talking about Philip Rivers. Like <laughs> uh, but um, I don't think they do it this week. I think Tennessee's going to find a groove again
0: about now and go this into is the a play- big, all- this is a big game. They're, they're tied right at top of the division right now um, with uh, India owning the tiebreaker uh, because of their victory over them
1: but the last couple of years, this is, uh, this has been Derrick Henry time. You know, this is when late in the season, you know, yeah. late in the season when he ends up having like the, those 200 yard games. I don't know. He went on that ridiculous tear. Yeah. At the end of last year. So I, I think that continues. Even if, uh, DeForest Buckner plays, I, you know, I love, I love Defo, but I think, uh, I think Tennessee's going to get the job done. They're going to go back to what uh, what they have the most success with, and that's playing off of the run. They're going to run the ball, 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 pass. And then they're going to gas you with a big play in the passing game. Yep. So I got Tennessee also.
0: All right. Uh, Panthers at Vikings. Uh, Panthers blanked the uh, Lions last week with um, uh, Walker. Uh, wait, not Walker. Is it Walker? Yeah. yeah, PJ. PJ, thank you. PJ. PJ Walker at quarterback. Um, Bridgewater's knee uh, banged up. He will return this week for the Teddy Bridgewater revenge game against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings defense is just so bad. Um, And if anybody for a minute thought, oh, well, you know, they they, they shut down the Bears, maybe they're improving a little bit. No, that's just the Bears offense. Um, They they can't stop anybody Uh, giving up 31 points to the Cowboys last week. Uh, but I got to tell you, I do like Minnesota in this one. I think they match up really well. You can run the ball against Carolina. They're one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Um, and that's really what the Vikings want to do is run, 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 run. Uh, so I think this this the matchup plays into Minnesota's hands. So I'm going to pick Minnesota in this one, uh, even though – Carolina um, their defense seems like it's kind of improving and maturing a little bit as we go on in the season um, don't let the uh, don't let the the uh, zero points they gave up last week fool you I think the 46 33 25 27 and 23 that they gave up the weeks before uh, is more uh, more their speed and this is going to be a, a tough matchup for them so uh, Vikings Vikings will get the win
1: yeah I got Minnesota also. Does Adam Thielen have another one-handed touchdown catch in this
0: game? Uh, Adam Thielen uh, may not play. He's uh, positive for COVID. That yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> so he's, he's gonna only get his t- he's, he's only using one if he doesn't play.
1: <laughs> he's only
0: using one hand. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I believe his is also positive too. So they, so I've noticed the trend. I think I got this down here. So when they go on the COVID list, because they don't always announce uh, whether the players actually tested positive or not, when they go on the COVID list and they don't say he's high, uh, close contact with high risk, um, you know, if he if he can, you know, whatever, then I think it's a positive for for the player that they've te- actually tested positive, and if that's the case, um, he just went on, he just went on the COVID list on Monday. Uh, I don't. Th- think he has enough time to get off of it well, I think he might be out.
1: yeah well he could well if he was just close contact he has enough time
0: correct but i th- if he
1: tested positive if he does
0: yeah so it's still i mean like looking at this article it says
1: if you test positive you need three negative tests in a row right
0: yeah um Yeah, so they haven't said one way or the other. But uh, I think at this point, the fact that they haven't said uh, he's, he's going to be good, you know, close co- close contact, I think that means that he tested positive. So uh, I'm going to guess we, we don't see him. But I, I don't think it matters. I think that they uh, they were planning on running the ball down Carolina's throw anyway. So I think this is going to be one of those games where Dalvin Cook has, you know, 20, 27 carries and, you know, 12 targets. You know, this is their <laughs> focus on him constantly.
1: They're gonna need. Uh, they're gonna need that. Uh, like Tecmo Bowl, you only have four plays. And yes. Just yeah. Let me just pick from the four plays. A. A. a <laughs> B. A. A.
0: B. But a, yeah, I a, think B.
1: I think Dalvin is uh, is going to get a heavy workload. It's, you know, and he got some high praise from who I think is is the the best running back in football, Derrick Henry. Uh Derek Henry said Dalvin Cook is the best running back in football. I don't agree with him, but no I guess i guess or. I guess Henry had to pick somebody besides himself.
0: I don't know why nothing wrong with saying you're the best hmm. cards at Pat's. What are we doing here? Who are we like cards at pats cards at
1: pats. Huh? I'm going Arizona here. Um, New England hasn't shown me anything consistent enough to make me think that they can be a good team.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I I think this is going to come down to – I think it's going to come down to the legs of Kyler Murray. The Patriots defense has been playing better. Uh, and I think they'll, they'll be able to sort of, there's nobody better at taking out a star player than Bill Belichick. So I wouldn't be surprised to see this be a very down game, uh, for Deandre Hopkins. Uh, but I think with, uh, Kirk, uh, being the deep threat that he has been, uh, and having, you know, Drake and, and, uh, Chase Edmonds out of the backfield and, I think he's going to come down to, to Murray's legs. I, this could be a game where he has 100 yards. I could see this being a game where he has, like, a real long touchdown run. hmm
1: Yeah, I, I get it. And I think New England's best bet for, for offense is on the legs of their quarterback. And I don't know if Cam Newton is, is really even willing to play like that right now. I, I don't think he thinks he's going to be in New England next year. I think he's he knows he's probably going to be somewhere else, and he's probably going to have to fight for a job somewhere. Um, but I don't think he's going to be in New England, um, and I don't think he's going to put his body on the line for New England. So they can call all the, like, the, the you know, 32 Newton dives they want or whatever, I think. He's not going to take the big hits. He's not going to be out there, like, breaking tackles. He'll run the play, but I just don't think – like, you don't see him run with the same, like, running guys over or diving over guys and hurtling guys. You just don't – I haven't seen it from him this year. I don't know if it's the fe- – he said he, he's had some effects from COVID. You know, he's still feeling it, but he doesn't look like the same guy. And I, I think it's more that he's not willing to beat himself up right now. But I think uh, Arizona will, will exploit the, the holes that New England has. They've got a lot of holes, even on defense. And uh, they're, they're going to get on the edge and they're going to be fast and they're going to beat New England. I don't think New England is going to keep up, keep pace with, uh, with Arizona.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I heard uh on uh I don't remember which which show I was listening to today, but uh heard a theory that because of the pace that Arizona plays at uh that they will keep the pace of the game and and give Cam Newton uh a lot of opportunities to uh to pass the ball and he may be able to find some sort of rhythm, but uh I don't uh I don't see that leading to a victory for uh, New England, I think. Uh, I don't I think that's the formula
1: for New England. No, like
0: no, it's, it's throwing having a lot of opportunities to pass. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to work out for them. And uh, you know, I was surprised to not see Cam run the ball um, very much last week against Houston. Houston is one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, and and had given up like the fifth most uh, rushing yards to quarterbacks this year.
1: Do you think? Do you think he's got, like, a, I don't really want to do
0: that? Um, yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of what you said uh, in there, where he knows he's not going to be there next year, and he's starting to think about, let me just sort of, you know, showcase what I've got left and, you know, try to try to not get hurt.
1: Well, tell me how smart I am sometimes, Eric.
0: You're Can very you smart, know? Mike.
1: There's Come a, on. A
0: very astute
1: you got to make me feel good sometimes.
0: <laughs> I think that's your wife's job. <laughs> but I will compliment you.
1: Was, but I'm uh, talking to you
0: now. I would, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly, it, it's exactly what I think and how I think the rest of the year is going to play out for them. Uh, Vikings uh, – Vikings, sorry. Dolphins at Jets. Um, let's get this out of the way. I'm picking the uh, Miami Dolphins. But um, what's going on over there with Tua? So um, um,
1: I, think, I think he's a rookie. I think he's a rookie no, I, on... Correct,
0: right. you're right again. You're on a roll.
1: <laughs> and, you know, and he's going to have ups and downs. Um, I just think that's that's all it is, you know? I, You know, and there's also the possibility that he's not a guy that's going to get you the 350 yards right away. I think you need... Uh, like, I look at, like, guys like Roethlisberger and uh, Russell Wilson now if you, and how they throw the ball all over the place and, and people would, you know, put the ball in their hands in any situation. But if you look at the beginning of their careers, those were, like, game manager type guys, and, and they had good defenses and good lines and good run games. And they played off of that. I think that's what Tua needs. I think Tua needs a couple of years to to kind of hone his craft because he's – I don't think he's a guy that comes in like – I think Burrow is a guy that comes in and and he's throwing the ball all over the place and putting up stats. I don't know if Tua is that guy, but I think Tua is a really good quarterback. I just think he needs a little bit more time to develop and hone his skill. So I think you're going to have games where he looks uh, shaken and, and subpar. Uh, I don't think it's the right – I don't know if it's the right call to, to put him in, take him out. Put
0: yeah, him in, that's, him so out. That, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, do you, do, would you have done what they did last week?
1: No, no way because even I'm if here. he's having a, a bad game, that can all be erased if he drives down the field and scores.
0: He's got to learn to deal with adversity.
1: Right. And it wasn't like, like I can see if they're down, you know, the game is over, you know, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to get him out of here. He's having a bad day. It's not going to get better. Uh, You know, I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to get any worse. Let's just sit him down. It was
0: 17 to 10 when they benched him. Right.
1: Right. It's a one score game. And I'm like, He's. This is why you have it. This is why you use a number five pick on a guy is because you want a guy who, in these situations, you want to know if he can lead you to victory. And it blows my mind that you take – it kind of blew my mind that they took Fitzpatrick out yeah. in the first place. But um, – That makes that more sense that, to me
0: than benching a last week. Right. right. Yeah. This is right. – which is odd because I've, I've general uh, generally agreed with some of the decisions that Flores had made. Um, I don't know. Maybe there was, maybe there's more to it, but uh, I don't know what it is. So uh, we're, I don't even, we even want to talk about the Jets. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I know. I do not even have to ask you if you're picking them. Oh, yours. wait.
1: What Congratulations. Frank Gore he's the first person to score a touchdown in three different decades.
0: Oh yes, that's true. We forgot. That's the immortal Frank Gore. Last week, gets in the end zone. His first touchdown of the season, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland at Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars are starting Mike Glennon at quarterback this week. Here's another one that I don't understand. Why? You might as well. Why aren't you just going back to Minshew? You're not trying to win games, and if you are, you're fucking stupid. And you, you, you have two young quarterbacks. I still, we know more about Minshew now than we did at the beginning of the last season, but we still don't know what he is or what he's going to be. And then you've got Jake Luton, pick uh, draft pick from from this year. It, just start one of them. The, I, Mike I think person, makes no sense. I, I guess they're they're trying to lose. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. They might, but, be. I, but I feel like they could lose. They could still they could lose they can lose earners. with
1: Minshew. they don't they don't they don't need to go as far as they are with Mike Glennon. Yeah. Um, but the the thing with I, I don't understand is you have a guy, Minshew, who has this is only his second year and he's had some good and he's had some bad he's had some great and he's had some really bad and he's on. The Jaguars. The Jaguars are a horrible team. I don't think it matters who you get to play quarterback there. They're not going to be a good team. Nope. So to put the whole blame on gardner Minshew and then on to onto Luton is ridiculous to me. They're not a good team, and you have guys who are young, and you're asking them to do the impossible you're asking them to do something that, you know, no, no quarterback in the league could, could do. They couldn't write this shit. So you might as well let them play because, like, you probably have a halfway decent quarterback in, in Minshew. If you put a team around him, they would be, you know, he, he's a perfectly serviceable quarterback. But play, like, I would play Minshew and see what I have and just keep going. And when I have my high draft pick, I'm not going to keep using – you keep using it on, like, a quarterback. You're, all you're going to do is just keep getting a quarterback that you're going to recycle through and recycle through and recycle through because you're not building a team, you know. So I, that's what I would do. And I think it's ridiculous that they're doing stuff like starting Mike Lennon and then they're going to ditch Minshew. Hopefully he goes somewhere else and, and performs well. But I got Cleveland in this game, and – you're gonna talk about quarterbacks. I'm almost ready to give up on my man. Thing. Yeah, he uh, looked
0: he looked really bad last week, man. I mean
1: so he just he's just he's made some really bad throws. Yeah. Like like almost like like careless. Like he can do it, but it's almost it, it, it almost looks like he just it it's not maximum effort.
0: There's something's off. Like I would not be at all surprised to to at the end of the season to find out he's been playing with a torn rotator cuff or something. Yeah, you know, uh, seven broken ribs or something stupid because it just it just looks odd. Because he was when he was at Oklahoma,
1: he was really accurate, and he's been the opposite in that in Cleveland. And you know, he made some some suspect decisions. His decision making. Was was always a little suspicious. But it was like gunslinger kind of mentality. But he's like half a gunslinger and, you know, half a (laughs) barky.
0: And and the Browns defense is banged up in this game. Um, They're going to be without – Miles Garrett, Garrett, second straight game, and um, but Olivier
1: is playing and, playing really well.
0: Yeah, and Denzel Ward's going to be out a few weeks, but luckily they're playing the Jags, so it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe uh, Cleveland can actually play a game without any rain here. They've caught the short end of the stick weather-wise so many times.
1: Well, it's Cleveland, and
0: uh, oh, they're playing in Florida this week, so that shouldn't have any weather issues. Yeah,
1: that's well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it never, rains in, it never rains in Florida. Nope. Especially in North Florida.
0: Baltimore at Pittsburgh. We talked a little bit about this game earlier. We also talked a little bit about Baltimore earlier in our uh, Tennessee preview. Uh, I think that uh, Pittsburgh is pissed off uh, coming into this game, and they're at home, and they're the better team. And I think that they're going to uh, get another win and sweep the uh, season series from from Baltimore.
1: Yeah, if if I'm Baltimore, I probably wanted to see anybody in the NFL aside from Pittsburgh this week. Um, It's as good of a rivalry as there is in the NFL, uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. But with Baltimore kind of reeling and Pittsburgh red hot, uh, I think Pittsburgh smells some blood in the water and they can push Baltimore, you know, further out of the playoff scene. You know, they can put Baltimore at six and six right now. And
0: six and five.
1: Aren't they six and five now?
0: They're six and four. They're six and four. Yep.
1: Uh, okay. Either way, they can put them at six and five
0: and. They can put them on their six. way to six and six. <laughs>
1: yeah. They'll be on their way to six and six. And I I just don't I don't think it's um I don't think it's it's uh as far as like the moment I don't care if Ingram and and, and Dobbins play or not, the way teams are are all over Baltimore's offense right now, it's making their defense suffer because Teams are getting more opportunities and better opportunities with with uh, because it's not like it's not like you're getting in the shootouts with Baltimore and Baltimore's running the score up, so you don't have to take all the risks that you would that you might take if you're behind.
0: So right, and uh, let's, not, let's not forget these are positive tests that they're having. These aren't close contacts, so they're still going to be without Ingram and Dobbins. Um, they're going to they, be. They with-
1: actually, there's actually a chance that Dobbins and Ingram could play. Oh really? Yeah, um,
0: I had heard that they were definitely going to be out for this game, but I—I uh, I guess I mean it's time-wise, of- they certainly have a chance.
1: Yeah, right before we got on, I just read an article that said there was an outside chance that they could play. It's not like it's not likely, but there is a chance that they could play.
0: Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I just think there's too much for them to deal with uh, uh, Pittsburgh in this one all the way. Um, did you see, side note, did you see the injury to, to Patrick Queen last week? Um, I didn't see it really talked about anywhere, so it must not have been that bad. But um, Patrick Queen was uh, holding on to um, Derrick Henry's leg, uh, trying to pull him down. And Henry was running, and, and as he did the back kick of his heel, he kicked the uh, helmet off of Patrick Queen and ran his spikes across uh, up Queen's face and, like, split one of his lips. Mm. Definitely Uh, looked like a painful injury. So he didn't really miss – I think he missed, like, a few plays and he went back in, but they were doing something to his lip. I don't know if they had to, like, stitch him up or whatever, but that definitely did not look like uh, it was – it felt very good.
1: Doesn't sound like it feels good. I mean – Somebody stepping on your face is never a good feeling. Um, yeah. I have a, uh, a four-year-old's foot uh, in my face on most mornings. Yep. <laughs> and and that doesn't feel good at all. So I can only imagine. And there ain't even if, a spike if, on for Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> Saints at Broncos. We called it. We said the Saints are telling you what they feel about Taysom Hill and they were they went Taysom Hill the Saints are red fucking hot number one seed in the NFC uh, they they have won seven in a row against some pretty decent opponents uh, and they really took it to the Falcons last week but I will I will say this other than the return of Michael Thomas I don't think the way that they played last week is sustainable um, you only got 45 yards rushing uh, out of Kamara. Uh, they didn't use Kamara in the passing game at all. Zero, first game this season, zero catches. He only had one target. Um, that, that to me is, is something that they're going to have to do. He also didn't throw the ball to uh, his tight ends either. One catch each for Troutman and Jared Cook. So it was sort of an odd game plan and not what we're used to seeing from the saints. And I did expect, you know, it to change up a little bit with Hill at quarterback and it took him a while to get settled for sure. Cause he did not look good in the first half. Um, but luckily he was playing against the, the uh, Falcons. Uh, the Broncos have a uh, much better defense. Um, they're not uh, they're not what you'd call a defensive powerhouse by any stretch of the imagination, but a better pass defense. Um, and a better run defense uh, than the Falcons. Well, the Falcons' run defense has, has been actually playing relatively well uh, as of late, but um, certainly a better uh, better pass defense on, on the Broncos. So this will be an interesting game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill, um, I kind of have a theory about Taysom Hill, and this is my theory. Uh, I think the Saints – are, like, not 100% sold on Winston anyway. So they're like, let's put Taysom Hill in for a couple of weeks. Let's see if we can get some inflated stats on him, get get some good film on him, maybe get they, we get a couple of wins against a, a couple of bad teams and trade him in the off season. Now, if your team... Like say, like Washington, right? And you hear you can get Taysom Hill for like a second round pick. And you say, okay, well, I'll have a starting quarterback now, and I'm paying him $10 million a year, instead of going out and getting a quarterback and paying him 30 million. You know, do you pull the trigger, even though I it might be fool's gold? I think they're putting the silk the silk dress on the pig right now. Um Cause I saw some stuff that 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 deep ball he threw to Emmanuel Sanders
0: oh, that was so crazy. You had to come back. I'm like, that. yeah. I mean, quite a balloon. It was
1: it was ten yards short and ten yards off the target, but Emmanuel Sanders just made a really good play on oh, the ball.
0: Still caught it. Yeah. So, uh,
1: but that's my thing with New Orleans. I, I, New Orleans, I think, still wins this game. Whether it's Taysom Hill or winston or yeah bobby I, hill i don't it doesn't matter
0: i think new orleans's defensive strategy is going to be very similar to what it was last week against uh, uh statue ryan and that's just just blitz them uh bring pressure from different angles um disguise your coverages and and lock has not been great this year so uh i think their defense will do enough that uh, no matter what uh, Taysom Hill and the offense bring to the table, they'll get the victory. But uh, I want to see how he'll responds to a Vic Fangio coach defense that will blitz you.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to put a whole bunch of pressure on, on Locke and they're going to get to him and they're going to make him make some mistakes. And I think, I think is going to win this game easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking the Saints as well. Uh, Niners, you're Niners at the Rams. The Rams, don't look now. They're hot.
1: They are. Um, The the Rams have looked looked pretty good uh, offensively and defensively. Um, I still think they have a few problems with uh, with, um, pushing the ball uh, downfield accurately. I think Cup and Woods have done a great job. Cup was fantastic last Running after the catch. Um, But San Francisco gets, uh, they get a few players back this week. Who's coming back? uh, Who we got? uh, Mostert. Debo. uh, Richard Sherman.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that is... uh definitely uh a so, better compliment and uh is, yeah. is is coleman coming back uh, I, don't know. I don't think so no okay. <laughs> I, see, I don't I know see he's, coming back. i see he's listed as, as questionable
1: yeah i i don't know um i i honestly don't know because every time they say he's he's getting better You know, he came back for one game, and he was – and that was it. And he's been going another three weeks. So, um, I think more importantly, most of it's back. I'm picking San Francisco on the road today Uh, or this week. Reason being, uh, San Francisco uh, gave the Rams a lot of problems. The last time they played, and they didn't have all of these guys. They did have Garoppolo. They didn't have Nick Mullins, but um, Debo and uh, Ayuk gave gave the Rams fits. Yes, so they um, I think they, they might stick to that that formula. Hopefully, uh, Mostert can stay healthy the whole game. I think I think this is the game he re-injured himself, uh, but. They had, they had success running the ball. They had success getting on the edge. They had the short passes and the run after the catch was working. Uh, I'm going to go San Francisco. Um, the Rams, I, I don't know what it is about them, but they they kind of remind me like the, the Packers. They're a good team, but I don't know if they're as good as their, their record is. So I think as long as they can – Stay to those quick passes and, and stay away from Floyd and, and Donald getting in the backfield. I think San Francisco can win this game. Shock the world.
0: I, I think they can also, uh, but I'm going to pick the Rams, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I'm a couple games behind you. Hey, hater. You're a hater. <laughs> I'm a couple games <laughs> behind you, and uh, we've picked every game so far the same, and I think our last three are going to be the same as well. So I got to game ground somewhere, so I'm going Rams.
1: You
0: know what? I'm gonna change my pick to the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Niners. I'll go Niners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean look yeah. I I you know, you look at Goff's stat line for for last week, and you're like, God damn, Jared Goff is playing really, really well. Um but he he you know, he, he did he did some good things. Uh I, I think it helped that that uh cup was burning those um those uh, Tampa Bay corners uh, there, the Tampa Bay is terrible against the slot and, and cup Cup just really took advantage of them and and took them to task last week. Um, Their running game is still very much by committee. They don't have a bell cow um, and they were not able to run the ball at all last week against uh, against the bucks. So I I don't think that that's going to be something they're going to employ. So I think they may be, Forced to air it out again. Um, I don't know. I, I could easily see San Francisco winning this one again. But honestly, based on the fact that I need a win and uh, that uh, this this is the uh, second of, of the two-game series uh, with them and it's the, the Rams are at home, I'm going to pick the Rams. KC, okay. KC at Tampa Bay. I know we're both going to the same one in this uh, this week, uh, uh, this game. Um, you know – What's really annoying me this year about discussing Tampa Bay Buccaneers is every week, Brady's the best. See, he doesn't need Belichick. Oh, Brady sucks. He, he is nothing without. It's just it's freaking exhausting. Can't he just have some good games and some bad games? Like, why does it have to be he totally needs Belichick or he doesn't need him at all? He carried him. Why does it have to be one extreme or the other?
1: Yeah, it's it's it's. It's got to be a story. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I, I get why it was a story, but you're not comparing apples to apples, first of all. No. You know, Brady went to a team and, and got a whole bunch of weapons over there, brought to him in, in, in Tampa Bay, and Belichick was left with, you know, picking up crumbs. So is Belichick a great... Great coach? Absolutely. Is Brady a great quarterback? Absolutely. You know, they they were a great match. I don't think it was one or the other. I think it was the two of them. Yeah. It was the two two of them. them. And I think think if Tampa Bay is going to do anything this year, I think Bruce Arians has to adjust some of his offense to Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady looked – absolutely hard throwing the ball downfield.
0: That last interception was comical.
1: That, that was horrible. But even, like, you know, you keep hearing uh, Mike Evans has had some ankle problems and that's why his stats aren't the way there. His stats aren't that good because – He doesn't have somebody that's getting in the ball downfield.
0: He that he needs a guy like Jameis Winston to throw ball. Yeah, that that can just
1: that can that Jameis Winston has a rocking arm. He can throw it it to the other team, but he can chuck it. Brady had an op. There was there was one play where Evans definitely could have got a touchdown. He had Ramsey beat in man coverage, and Brady threw a ball. And he didn't even give Evans a chance on the ball. The ball went like six yards out of bounds.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know, he's, those
1: are plays. Those he's are playing plays like a 43-year-old. Right. Those are but those are plays I think in Tampa Bay's offense that you need. You need to make. And I feel like he's not making those. He's their offense isn't made to dink and dunk because he doesn't look great when he's throwing the ball downfield.
0: Uh, and he's facing a guy who does look great when he's throwing great. the ball downfield. And
1: I think that I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Is Kansas City's going to come out and they're going to they're going to be running the score up. And I don't know if if Tampa Bay can can go blow for blow with Kansas City.
0: Yeah, if if I'm Andy Reid, my strategy is to to make Brady throw the ball forty five times. Absolutely. Yep. And
1: if Bruce, I. This is what I said earlier. I was actually talking to Calvin on the phone the other day. And I said, honestly, I think Bruce Arians is Andy Reid five years ago. You know, he has a running game, but he's just like, nah, I got these great passing plays. I'm going to use
0: them. Yeah.
1: You know, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to live or die by him. And I think Bruce Arians is a really good offensive coordinator. And he throws those – those I feel like there's those situations where, like if he was in, like when he was in Pittsburgh, they might have been like, all right, let's 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 let Ben, you know, rip it down the field, and Tomlin might have been like, mm, let's run the ball a little bit right here, give me a run play, you know, he might have scaled him back. But Bruce Arians, he's got his own hat, you know, he's got the Kangol hat on, he's wearing his Kangol hat,
0: he's got the headset, and he yeah. says, I call these shots. He needs a little yin for his yang. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Watching that Kansas City, um, Las Vegas game last week, did you think for a second uh, after after the Raiders kicked that field goal? No, no.
1: There there wasn't. There was no thought in my mind that Kansas City wasn't going to march right down. I actually said they are not going to kick a field goal here. They're going to score a touchdown.
0: Yeah.
1: I said they're going to score a touchdown. I said the Raiders are going to go into a the shell prevent defense, and Mahomes is going to. Just, it's going to be like you might as well not bring the defense out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I they said kick the field goal, let, but I meant uh, I was talking about the Witten's touchdown. Obviously, huh? uh, when I said, did you after they kicked the field goal, did you think that Kansas City wasn't going to win? I meant, I meant the touchdown. Obviously, um, uh-huh. put putting them up by a field goal, uh-huh. but. Yeah, uh, it, it's it. It just it, you just expect it to happen. You know, it was like going back to the uh the Chargers game earlier in the year uh, when they went to overtime. I'm like, there's no shot that they're going to lose this game. Right, right.
1: No, I I, I have honestly, I, you know, and I was talking to my brother. You know, he's a Chiefs fan, but I'm I'm talking to him and I said honestly, I said I know. The Chiefs have serious weapons, and they can fire the ball downfield and score in one play. But I think I would have taken my chances just playing them straight up and trying to put some pressure on Mahomes. And maybe maybe he, he makes an error throw or, you know, maybe something happens.
0: They get a tip you ball know. or something. Yeah, you got to do something. A tip ball. You can't just sit but back and let him pick you apart. You can't do it. Right, that's just too
1: – he's not going to throw an inaccurate pass. He's not going to do it if you sit there and let him find – he's, he's got too many weapons that are going to find a hole in the zone. So, no, I, I, had, I had no – there was no way I thought that uh, Las Vegas was going to win that game when they left a minute
0: and a half on the on the clock. Nope, me neither. All right, so we're both going KC in this one. Yeah. Chicago at Green Bay. Mitch. Give it to us, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw I
1: saw uh Mitch was practicing.
0: Yeah, he's Is gonna he, play.
1: He's gonna play. He's the okay. starter. Yep. I and mean, Mitch we trust.
0: Yep. Um Ooh. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna start. I don't think they've announced it officially, but uh I will be shocked if he's not uh, named the starter. Um Foles is uh not even practicing, wasn't available for media today. It's it they're they're gonna give the ball back to Mitch, and honestly, I think they probably at this point should just run with him the rest of the year because at least he can run away from the pass rush. <laughs> Foles can't right. do that. He's gonna get hurt.
1: You know, you know, Nia said the same thing. She's like She's like, what did they even put Foles in for? Like, he's missing passes just like uh, Trubisky was. But at least Trubisky will make a play with his legs once in a while.
0: Yeah, so well, the other thing so you're is, 100% too, right. when Foles went in, um, we had a competent offensive line. Our offensive line was actually playing really well uh, when Foles right. was put in uh, in, in the uh, in the Falcons game. Uh, that James Daniels injury completely changed everything. So, yeah, it, it's not um, – it's not the same offensive line. It's not the same team, uh, but it can't be any worse. I mean, 191 points um, so far this season. We're 11 uh, or uh, 19 points a game. It's uh, barely more than the uh, than the Jets and uh, the second least. And they're they're 30, 31st or 32nd in just about every uh, imaginable offensive category. Again, making what the defense has done this year even more impressive. Um, It's just – it's not going to matter this week. Aaron Rodgers, a primetime game for Aaron Rodgers against Chicago when when we have an offense that's as pathetic as this is just – what's going to happen is Green Bay is going to score first. We're going to go three and out. Green Bay is going to score again we're going to go three and out green bay's going to get a field goal we're going to drive down and get a field goal And before you know it's going to be 17-3 at the beginning of the third quarter and then a pick a touchdown and this this could this one could get ugly there just there's no offense to be had so when you can't score points you can't win the game uh, i'm picking green bay in this one makes me real happy
1: do you even are you even going to watch the game i mean it sounds like you got it
0: yes i'm going to watch the game you're know, <laughs> anyway,
1: Yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you. Um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think um, Green Bay offensively is going to get off to a good start because I think Chicago's defense is going to come out pumped and they're going to want to uh, lay the hammer down on Aaron Rodgers. But I think you're right. The offense having an inability to move the ball Won't, uh, won't, you know? We'll have that defense on the field too much, and Aaron Rodgers will probably end up getting a couple of easy touchdowns, and you know that'll that'll be the that'll be you know what breaks the levy basically.
0: Twenty one points is it? Like if you could put up twenty one points against Chicago, you're gonna win win the football game, right?
1: Um, Right. As long as you hold, as long as you, as long as you don't turn the ball.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've only scored um, more than twenty-one points uh, three times this year. So, and and uh, one of those three was a loss—the overtime loss to the Saints. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it, it's not not a good matchup when you're uh, playing against a team that can score a lot of points and you can't score any points. <laughs> not uh, not ideal when the uh, object of the game is to score more points than than the other team. <laughs> Maybe
1: you guys can, uh, you know, work in like a participation
0: trophy from them. De- definitely going to need a pick six or something in this game to keep it yeah. keep it interesting. All right. On to the Monday nighter, uh, the last game in November, Seattle at Philly. Uh, this, this might be my lock of the week. Uh, Seattle is going to put up way too many points. They're going to for- first uh, force Wentz to uh, throw the ball, have him make some mistakes, and – don't look now, but um, Seattle has a, a decent pass rush uh, with Carlos Dunlap coming over from um, yeah. from uh, Cincy. He's, he has made an immediate impact. I was uh,
1: I was you know I was I was bummed that the, the 49ers didn't didn't uh, didn't try and get Dunlap. Um, but he he had the game winning sack against Arizona um but he's 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 been getting pressure you know and he's like he it's like when you get that change this change of scenery and you want to prove that you're still good well, I guess Cincinnati wasn't really playing him anyway but uh he's out there and he's energized and you can see he's got like a an energy with him uh and after watching what Olivier Vernon did to uh Philly's offensive line. I think you might yeah. see the same done lap, and uh, I I I do. I feel bad for for Carson Wentz.
0: I would uh, kill not for so Carson. Bad. Wentz. You put Carson not, Wentz on the Bears, and they're they're a Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you a hundred percent. He's not nearly as bad as he's playing. He's missing a lot of passes, but. He's out there. I think he's trying to make plays that aren't there. Instead of he could just go out there and and play a safe game, and his numbers wouldn't look bad. And it would just look like, oh well, I've got you know Fulgham as my number one receiver, and Greg Ward as my number two. You know this is why. But he's out there, and he's trying. I think he's trying to do too much, and. It's making him look bad. I don't think he's nearly as bad as you know the the record or you know his stats. Um, he's another one that if he gets out of Philly in time, I think he could go somewhere and and uh, and and be productive again. I mean, the guy was the guy was an MVP candidate before he tore his ACL that year.
0: Yep. Yeah, against the Rams. Yeah, it's a shame, um, but uh, you know things are things are not looking good in Philly. Uh, it's so it's so weird to be sitting there. If I if I had told you that there have been no major changes, and we're in Week Twelve, and the Eagles are in first place, and we're talking about how pathetic they are um, at the beginning of the season, you would have thought I was nuts. But here we are. Not. Not
1: really, because the NFC East was horrible last year also.
0: Yeah, they're 3-6-1 they're, they're and, and and leading the division. Um, but, yeah, not, not, not much to be excited about if you're an Eagles fan. So we're both going Seattle on this one. All right, let's wrap it up with – I said I would have a prediction. Um, we are three days away from Tyson Roy Jones Jr. All right.
1: I'm I am waiting. Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? You go first. Okay. So I I have been going back and forth with this in my head. Me me too. Me too. I'm always I've always been the when the fights when when it's when it's two fighters that are that are so closely matched, two great fighters, um, and it's a puncher versus a boxer, I go with the boxer. Um I don't and I definitely would say Roy Jones is more of a skilled boxer than than Tyson. I don't and and for that reason I think if Roy Jones stays on you know stays on the outside and just you know tries to frust- and just frustrates the hell out of Mike Tyson, he can pick him apart. I don't know if his pride will let him do that. I think he sa- he might say, I'm Roy Jones. This is a we're gonna, we're putting on a show. We don't want to look like two old men out here gassed and fighting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think Tyson wholeheartedly wants to knock out Roy Jones Jr. I don't think he wants. I don't think he wants to have an exhibition of boxing. I think he wants to have a fight. You know, I don't think this is an exhibition of boxing to Mike Tyson. But um, I've been, so I've been struggling with this back and forth, and I just finally came to the conclusion that I think Roy is going to make this a boxing match. And he's going to stay away from getting hurt. And He is, uh, I think he he can win this. He will win this fight on, you know, on points. I don't think uh, Mike Tyson's going to get to him to knock him out. I just, I think Mike Tyson's going to be uber aggressive to start out. Um, But I kind of, you know, I'm like, guy hasn't boxed in 16, 17 years. What's in the tank for him? You know, he's 54. How many rounds can he chase Roy Jones Jr. around for before he gasses?
0: Yeah, that's – so that's that's almost exactly where I'm at. So the kid in me wants to see Mike Tyson knock somebody out. You know, yeah. that's like – that's what I want. I want to pick Tyson because you can't even t- – that's like for for us 90s kids, saying Tyson and Jordan are like that's – that's where we fell in love with sports. So Mike Tyson was the first boxer that I remember just being in awe of, um, but he's not that same Mike Tyson anymore. He's, he's been through a lot since then. He is 54 years old. He hasn't fought in forever and a day. He smokes a ton of weed. He smokes a ton of weed, uh, and I would not want to step in the ring with him, but I think that exactly what you said, the way the way fight, the way each fighter wants the fight to play out – is what's going to happen. And I think Tyson's going to get frustrated and he may eat a bunch of shots um, after uh, Roy kind of outlasts that initial flurry that he comes out with. Cause I, I do think maybe for the first, maybe 10 or 20 seconds, it's maybe even longer. They're feeling each other out. And then I think Tyson goes and, and tries to put him on his ass. Um, and, um, you know, Roy's going to get him. any
1: feel out in this. I think, you don't I think, think, Tyson, so? I think Tyson's going to charge at him like a bull.
0: Yeah, yeah, that I could see that also, um, but I, I do think that Jones is going to be able to uh, stay away and outbox him, and uh, I'm I'm going to pick Jones by decision or TKO uh, in this one. Don't think he knocks him out.
1: I I don't think they'll stop. The, I don't think he'll beat him up bad enough to stop the fight because I think if, it, if he gets to a point where he's just pitter patting him, and I don't think he'll get to the point where I don't think we'll get to the point where they stop stop a fight uh, who knows man
0: he's, he's 54 maybe unless he's, maybe he don't clot anymore <laughs> <laughs> unless
1: unless there's a big cut yeah that's
0: but what i'm saying they
1: they're they're using they're using what 14 ounce gloves i think
0: uh yeah I th- they changed it a couple of times i forget what it is now, yeah I no
1: headgear but they are using bigger gloves yeah so um i i don't know if i i don't know if there's going to be a, a stoppage, but this is kind of why I would have rather have seen like Shannon Briggs fight Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah, because feel, if like Shannon they, Briggs they both want the same Mike thing Tyson, out of the fight,
1: there would be a knockout, and yeah. it would be it probably wouldn't last long. Um, but it was funny because uh, I forget who I was talking to, but um, they were saying how how. Roy Jones turned down this fight like sixteen, seventeen years, ago, or like late. It was like late nineties, I think. Uh, he turned. He supposedly turned this fight down. Uh, the Tyson Roy Jones fight. Yeah, but he
0: didn't. He didn't. He. We talked. Right. We talked about this on. Oh, the- was,
1: was this us last? Yeah.
0: Week? Yeah. Well, I don't uh, know if it was last week or the week before, but but he he denied that on on Rogan.
1: Okay. Yeah, with the forty million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if I was talking to you or my brother. I, all I do is talk about sports with people. <laughs> Whether like it was I your
0: show. online or your offline show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my offline shows are X-rated. They're, they're horrible. They're horrible. The Cussing. Uh,
0: so we're both we're both going Jones in this one.
1: Yeah, and Roy Jones is my favorite fighter. Yeah. And me too.
0: Me too. I struggled, and I and
1: I was like, I'm 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 like you know, I'm, I'm a huge homer, you know, and I'm always rooting for the, the home team. And I'm like, am I just saying this because I want Roy to win? Or am I just, or am I picking this as a boxing fan? And I had to like really sit there. And it's been like three weeks and I've just been going back and forth. But every time I, I play it out, I'm like, I, I, I just see Roy, unless Roy is not in, in good shape, you know, which which he is, he he looks like he is, you know, I've never seen him out of sheet. So I, I, I think, I think he just, you know, he's not going to be crazy and go in there and and he's never been to to the guy that goes blow for blow with, with the, the big punchers. You know, he always, you know, he'll knock guys out, but yeah, I don't see him, uh, I don't see him sticking his his nose out for a for an overhand right from Tyson or an uppercut, but if Tyson does catch him, Tyson's putting him to sleep because I'll tell you what, people who don't hit as hard as Tyson have put Roy to sleep. So if if Roy gets caught on them ropes, it's going to be a big problem for him. If he gets caught on them ropes, I hope he I hope pray he just grabs. On to Mike okay. holds for dear life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I you know Roy Jones Jr. is, my, I think, my favorite fighter of all time. Pound for pound, I think the the best fighter in, in history. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I won't be disappointed if Tyson knocks him out. Like I, I, wouldn't I be, won't be. I won't be disappointed won't, to see some fireworks. I won't either.
1: To be like, I think. Right. You know, I'm not going to be disappointed if. I'm not going to be disappointed if Roy wins by decision, and we see some good boxing, and we see a couple of big punches. And I'm not really going to be disappointed if Mike Tyson knocks the shit out of me either. Yeah.
0: So, well, um, Tyson is very heavily favored right now, getting a minus two twenty-eight. So, very heavily favored. Maybe we're we're in the minority. I mean, well, clearly we're in the minority. Maybe we're yeah, wrong. But- uh, we will see. By the time we talk next, we will we will have the result of this fight. There we go. All right. All right, Mike. Well, it was a pleasure as always. I hope you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: And you do the same. Oh, we're, we got to go over one thing. Thanksgiving sides.
0: All right. Let's do it. Now, we're going to do sides. We're going to do... Let's let's do let's each do five favorite thanksgiving foods. How's that? Okay. If you want to do like let's, okay. Let's do that. Let's do that cuz mine mine are going to be different. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do Caucasians eat? Yeah.
0: Well, I, we also don't eat I don't eat turkey, so.
1: Oh, yes. There's no there's not going to be any turkey on your no. plate. Okay. So, um my wife is cooking this year. For the first time. So, shout out to her. Nice. I'm sure she's going to do an amazing job. She's up there uh, doing a great job right now. Whatever, but, whatever she's doing, um,
0: watching the kids, cooking, cleaning.
1: Yeah, she's doing everything. While I'm <laughs> doing this show right now. So, uh, <laughs> All right. But I'm going to have to go. I'm the I'm big time potato guy. So, uh, as far as Thanksgiving, the sweet potato, the candy yam. Like, it's got – not just the sweet potato, mm-hmm. but it's got to be, like, the candy and it's got I, – I want the, the marshmallow on it. Fantastic. Uh, and then, number two, I'm going to go mac and cheese. Okay. All right. And let me tell you, uh, my aunt makes the best mac and cheese on the
0: planet. Nice.
1: And – uh, she's, she's heavy into quarantine and she will not be letting me in the house to
0: yeah. get a clean. She's going to UPS you some mac and cheese?
1: But, but the good thing is my wife makes a banging mac and cheese also. So I'm going to stick with mac and cheese. Then I'm going to go mashed potato, but with the great, it has to have the gravy on it yep. to get to, to get to three. It's gotta be mashed potato with the gravy.
0: Yeah, I can do mashed potatoes without gravy, but not on Thanksgiving. You gotta have no. the gravy on Thanksgiving.
1: Actually on Thanksgiving, I will I will take gravy and just
0: pour it on, put like, it on every, the whole plate. Yeah.
1: Put it on the whole plate. Um, number where I'm at four, right? Yep. Number four is is it's a tough one for me, but I'm going to go collard green. Now everybody's collard greens are not good. That's true. But the people whose houses I eat Thanksgiving, at make fantastic collard greens. So
0: Do it with the, the little shreds of ham in it or bacon, yeah, you
1: always cheese. have to put Do some it. type of pork in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go, uh, Collard green, and five. uh, I think I'm going to throw stuffing in there. I mean, we go. That's a pretty traditional lineup, right there. It is with the stuffing, Um, and then you know you got to top it off with pie. And I'm going to destroy some pie tomorrow.
0: What what's your pie?
1: Uh, sweet potato, sweet potato, sweet potato, and then uh, pumpkin. But my favorite—I mean, those are those are my Thanksgiving pies. My
0: my. You're, you're going pie. super traditional here.
1: My go-to pie is apple pie.
0: Yeah, apple pie.
1: Like if I'm that guy that like if there was like a pie on a windowsill and I was walking by, I would take the pie.
0: <laughs> you're the cartoon. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the
1: cartoon. Yeah. I would I would take the pie. That, they may they may have gotten that from me. I would take the pie. But that's uh that's my Thanksgiving and I'm thankful that I'm going to have all of those things and I'm thankful for my lovely family and my fantastic friends and all you wonderful fans, all seventeen of you.
0: Yes. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so I'm gonna do I'll do my five. Um I usually I I do not like sweet potatoes. I eat them all the time, like constantly. They're a regular part of my diet, but I don't really like them. (laughs) Um, But it's a a sensible carb, and they're good for you, so I eat them. And they're really good for you. Yeah, Um, but on Thanksgiving, my wife makes a uh, sweet potato casserole where she puts uh, uh, orange zest and, like, orange juice in it and uh-huh. and that she puts the marshmallows on top and i love it i eat it that's the only i like it she's not doing that this year this year really? she found something a little bit different i'll have to, i'll send you a picture of it uh once she makes them but she's like slicing the sweet potatoes and like uh-huh. caramelizing them they're, they're gonna be like kind of baked and then she's putting like, a, like uh like cinnamon yeah cinnamon and like nut concoction on top so I'll send you a picture of that, but um, definitely uh, this is in no particular order. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go the the sweet potato casserole normally for Thanksgiving. Um, Brussels sprouts, it's an unpopular choice. I know they are my favorite vegetable. I eat them probably five times a week. Uh, love me some Brussels sprouts. I don't know exactly how she's preparing them tomorrow. Uh, sometimes I have a feeling this
1: is going to be worse than your candy list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> some, sometimes she she chars them. Uh, sometimes she will do like a, some kind of like casserole with like onions or whatever. I don't know how she's doing them tomorrow, but I'm I'm gonna eat up some some Brussels sprouts.
1: Next time I come over, I'll show you a good way to to prepare Brussels sprouts.
0: Oh, you're gonna just throw them in the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: you bat them that way? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the other day, last week during school, Penny threw an Almost all outfit because she wanted Maria to cook her some Brussels sprouts. So we've, we've got the kids uh, brainwashed to, to loving them too. Um, next on the list, my mother-in-law's green bean casserole. Love it. Green bean casserole. I think she puts like the, the cream of mushroom soup in there. I don't know exactly how she prepares it. Got to have the, the, the French fried onions on top. Bake it till it's nice and crispy. Love that. It's my that is my kid's favorite Thanksgiving food is the green bean casserole.
1: Really, i I've never I've never been a fan of the the green bean casserole, but I think that's more of a because yeah everybody uses like the mushroom cream of mushroom mm-hmm. soup. Yeah, and yeah. I can't stand cream yeah. of mushrooms.
0: So yeah, she does. It doesn't taste it doesn't taste like mushrooms to me though. But I right. could see like how if you don't like cream of mushrooms or mushrooms in general. Yeah, um, the funny the thing concept.
1: Is- the concept of it, I dig. I, yeah. I get it because I, I love execution is no good. <laughs> yeah, I, I love green beans. I do. Yeah. I really love green beans.
0: But well, uh, this is good. And funny thing is, she she my mother in law eats it, and she hates mushrooms, uh, but she eats this. Um, so all right, so what we got so far? We got uh, Brussels sprouts, and green bean casserole. All right, um, st- we'll go stuffing. Okay gonna go stuffing um this is gonna be we're not doing turkey this year because nobody coming to our house we nobody likes the turkey the only meat eaters that are we're gonna have here this year um are like take it or leave it so instead (laughs) we're gonna do ham for them and we got a tofurkey for us uh i'm not big on the tofurkey i'll eat it i mean but i'm i don't i don't love it you don't need it (laughs) Uh, yeah uh yeah exactly um i i would be fine with just the sides Uh, and so, and then we're going to, after the stuffing, then we'll go mashed potatoes, uh, with, with gravy. Like you said, definitely got to do the gravy makes all the difference in the world. So that, that's my five. And for dessert, for dessert, uh, we'll go, I don't know if we're going to have this this year, but, uh, I'll pick pecan pie only because it's really the only time of year that you will find a pecan pie available. So when it's there, I got to take it
1: that is that is very true so 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 you don't even have like the you know like I remember I would go over like Nick's house or even uh, Joe's you know like around Thanksgiving and you know there would be a ton of Italian food
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know like the manicotti and, and yeah, yeah, lasagna. I'm like, I don't know who the hell eats a lasagna and turkey.
0: We we do normally. Um, we normally have lasagna, uh, baked ziti. Uh, we're gonna have uh, tomorrow. We're gonna have vodka rigatoni. Uh, my daughter's Julie's making the vodka rigatoni, and uh, Mike's Mike's making meatballs uh, for tomorrow. Oh. So we we're definitely definitely gonna have our You're gonna love it. You're our, gonna love our, it. Our, our normal uh, serving of Italian food. We'll have, we'll have okay. that for sure. But I left that off the list because that's not Thanksgiving to me. I eat it because it's food yeah. and it's there and it's delicious. But yeah, mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, I want the stuff that I only eat because let's face it, you eat stuffing one maybe two t- times a year, maybe maybe three. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. three
1: for Easter. It's- maybe. <laughs> yeah, you don't get it a lot
0: no for sure Don't so, it so when it's there i gotta take it so there my it is father-in-law there's, makes our a fantastic. there's a thanksgiving list yeah all right. all right all right
1: Mike, man
0: america i hope everybody has a happy and a healthy uh i am also very thankful for um you know all of my immediate family members being being healthy and and uh slugging our way through 2020 so uh, dis- despite the shitty year that we've had, there's a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for our millions and dozens of lockdown listeners. And uh, we will see you next week. And we'll bring the uh, the results of the Roy Jones Jr. fight to you.
1: And be thankful for Joe Biden.
0: Yes. <laughs> and the 75
1: million people who voted
0: for <laughs> Indeed. All right, Mike. Say it.
1: Salutations. okay no no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding stay classy and happy thanksgiving people peace